This morning's reflection is about wandering mind and thinking. As practice is developing, it doesn't really matter whether thinking stops or not. It's important that you clearly, that you truly understand whether your thoughts are skillful, unskillful, appropriate, inappropriate, necessary, unnecessary. In relationship to thinking, it's about not getting caught up, not getting seduced into thought. The mind is very tricky. It's important to learn to see the permutations of thought clearly. It's not uncommon at all for people when they practice, new to practice, or at the beginning of a retreat. When you sit and close your eyes to meditate, it might seem that there is suddenly a whole lot of thinking going on. But actually, the mind's thinking pretty much all the time. You just don't notice it. Because when your eyes are open, you're paying more attention to external objects than to thoughts. When the mind is thinking or the mind is wandering, just be aware of it. Thinking is a very natural mental activity you're doing quite well if you're aware that the mind is thinking. If you, be, if you feel disturbed that thoughts are happening, if you have a reaction or a judgment to the fact that thoughts are occurring, then there's a problem. The wandering mind really isn't the problem. Your relationship, your attitude that thought shouldn't be happening is the problem. It's important to understand that you just simply have to be aware of some of the functions of the mind. These two are just objects for mindful attention. And one of the functions is that the mind thinks. Our practice isn't about watching thoughts continuously. Nor should you try to avoid observing thought by immediately going back to your primary object, which for most of you is the breath. Or it may be metaphrases. When you recognize that you're thinking, Always connect with a mindful attention to the thought first. 
And then recognizing and reminding yourself that a thought is just a thought. Don't think of it as my thought. One way that may be helpful towards this is to just simply make a silent, very light, silent mental note of thinking. And then return to your primary object of attention. When you feel disturbed by the thinking mind, remind yourself that you're not practicing to prevent thinking, but rather to recognize and acknowledge thinking when it arises. If you're not mindful, it's actually not possible to know that you're thinking. The fact that you recognize thinking means that you're mindfully aware, that you're mindfully present. Remember that it really doesn't matter how many times the mind thinks, how many times the mind wanders off, as long as you become aware of it. It's essential in our practice to learn to watch thinking without getting involved. When a thought keeps growing, no matter how much effort you put into trying to simply observe it, you are very, very likely, very probably, somehow involved in the thought. When this happens, when thinking becomes so incessant that you can't observe it any longer, you might stop looking at the thoughts and try to see, try to watch the underlying state of mind. Or the feelings, maybe, of pleasant or unpleasant in relationship to the bo- uh, to the thoughts or the body, or watching bodily sensations. It's helpful to begin to notice what kind of thoughts predominate the mind. There may be words, maybe pictures. Thought may be accompanied by kinesthetic sensations, bodily sensations. Also, you might begin to notice a particular type of thoughts, maybe, such as planning or remembering or judging or joyful thoughts or fearful thoughts or loving thoughts. It's important to just simply notice this without discussion or judgment over top of it. We tend to take our thoughts very seriously. It sometimes can be helpful to create a compassionate or maybe a humorous label when certain kinds of thoughts or certain themes of thought are very persistent repeating over and over, kind of like an endless tape. It might be the 
poor me or the I'm feeling sorry for myself thought or I'm so great, I'm just the greatest thought. That tape. Or maybe it's the thought of she or he is so selfish, so self-centered. Or one that used to be quite predominant for me was the letter-writing tape. For some people, it's the relationship-fix-it tape. And there are many more possibilities, of course. You can expand the field of mindful awareness when particular thoughts or themes of thought keep repeating. And in relationship to this, you might begin to notice what emotional states may be feeding it. Our unknown, our unseen feelings, states, emotional states, are part of what brings the thought back and back and back again. So, for instance, anxiety fuels for future planning. Sensations in the body help to bring us to the attention and bring us our attention to and see what emotions might be present. So, for instance, a tightness or tension or pressure in the chest may be telling us that there's sadness or fear. No matter whether you're sitting or walking or going about your yogi job or lying down or standing, it can be helpful now and again to ask yourself, what's the mind doing? Thinking? Being mindful? Being mindful of what? What? 